Welcome back to the Be Free Show, where you shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. Hallelujah. Uh, we are talking about the Pool of Bethesda, Bethesda today, the house of grace, uh, place of outpouring, flow, house of kindness, flowing water. That's what that word means. And we are in John chapter 5. So if you just joined us, I want you to, if you can, grab your Bible. But if not, uh, just listen and let God speak to you. So in verse 3, we've been talking about that around the pool of Bethesda where Jesus went, there were these five porches, like five hospital wards, and there were all these sick people. But they were laying around the house of grace, the house of uh, kindness and outpouring and flowing water. But around were people that were blind physically and mentally and lame, which means halt, lame, paralyzed, crippled unable to move, stuck, immobile. Oh my goodness, I have felt that way before. Not physically, but like I just could not seem to move out of a season of mm -hmm. my life, that I could not seem to shift past a certain season. Like for, for instance, for, for many years, I battled with uh, rejection and fear in a horrible, just almost a, a spiritually crippling. And it was keeping me from being who God truly, truly created me to be, the identity that I really have. And it was trying to, to in its fullness, I was still ministering, but that, that thing was still, uh, I had to battle that and, and realize what was happening, that the devil was wanting to shut me down. And, and, I was, and it was a season of me recognizing that uh, I was dealing with rejection and fear. And it was trying to immobilize me so that I couldn't do what I'm doing right now, mm -hmm. so that I couldn't minister on TV to the people that got, you know, to present salvation, mm -hmm. right? And the good news. So the enemy was working in those areas to maybe not paralyze me physically or cripple me physically, but in the spirit and in my calling and in my personality it, to cause me to stay stuck there. Mm -hmm. Sometimes we can stay stuck in a season and a battle of our life uh, when God is saying, here's the way, <laughs> Uh, this is the way walking in it come out i am the answer to that let me set you free from that and praise god god did set me free from that uh that fear and that rejection and uh and so i was able to be free you know and move and move and go forward so there were all these lame people that were around the pool of bethesda also uh there were those that were uh paralyzed or withered that word means withered and you have to understand that means shrunken, shriveled up. That's what happens when you have no moisture. Come on, I want y'all to connect with me on this. It means dry, wasted, dry land. See, the members of your body, when they're they, they can be deprived, and, and I, this is what it said, natural, of their natural juices. You can, you can begin to shrivel up and shrink in your life. And atrophy. Yeah, atrophy in the spirit. Mm -hmm. And that's what your body does when you're not having the proper... Uh, nourishment and water and food and, and vitamins and minerals and all the things that you need, you begin to, to wither up and shrink and shrivel up and your body begins to shut down. Well, that's what was around them was the withered, the paralyzed. And see, they, they needed moisture. They needed sustenance. They needed an infilling, an in-pouring. And that comes when you're in that flowing and moving of the spirit. So here's the point. And they were all around this pool, right? They were around this pool, the pool of Bethesda, which actually symbolized Jesus. Mm -hmm. So you can be all around water. 
You can be all around water like those at the pool of Bethesda, but be spiritually dry on the inside. You can be everybody else. I mean, God's pouring out his spirit or you may be in church if you're, you know, and God's moving and everybody's like, wow, wasn't that great? And just awesome. They're and they're worshiping God. And you're like, hey, I'm as dry as a bone. I don't know what's happening. I, I can't feel anything. And, and you're just like you're shriveling up on the inside. So you can be all around the moving of the Spirit of God and, and, and the water of God, but still be shrinking on the inside. Even if the water is flowing and moving all around you, you have to receive. You have to recognize your need. You have to uh, allow yourself to be poured into. You must recognize who your source is. You must receive. You must immerse yourself. I mean, the water's there, and you must drink. You have to have that personal, intimate relationship and encounters with God. And it's not anything hard. It's not anything hard. In fact, I'm going to take just a moment. If maybe there are those listening or watching by Facebook Live or who are listening to the podcast later on, you say, you know what? I do not have that relationship with God, and I am dry. Maybe you've never had a relationship with the Lord, or you just feel like you've dried up. I just want you to pray this prayer after me and say, Lord, Lord, I give you my life. I give you my life. I ask you to come in. I ask you to come and in fill me up. And fill me up. Forgive me of my sins. Forgive me of my sins. Be the Lord of my life. Be the Lord of my life. I give you my past. I give you my past. I give you today. I give you today. And I give you all my tomorrows. And I give you all my tomorrows. In Jesus' in name. Jesus name. I thank you. I thank you that I'm a new creation. That I'm a new creation. And I give you permission. And I give you permission to fill me up, Lord. To fill me up in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. You said that prayer. With the end of the broadcast, I want you to call 866-241-0579. 866-241-0579. We want to send you some materials that will help you and some scriptures, and we want to pray with you. And plus, the Bible says they overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the word of their testimony. So as you say, hey, I accepted the Lord, or I rededicated my life to the Lord, it makes you more of, it, it means just an overcoming statement. Uh, it's amazing, and it helps build your faith. So it's that personal encounter, Dawn. And we can probably at all, all find ourselves at some time in our lives somewhere among those that was listed mm -hmm. by the pool of Bethesda. You know, the, the blind, the lame, the paralyzed that were lying there, immovable, had been there for years. They, they have no hope. We've all been there at times. But here's the thing. You don't have to stay that way. Mm -hmm. Don't let, I want you to catch this, don't let the enemies attack your circumstances and your present condition become your identity. Mm -hmm. I don't want to be known as the paralyzed. Mm -hmm. I don't want to be known. Well, well, who's Loretta? You know, she's blind. I don't want that to become my identity. She, the <laughs> yeah, she's the one that, you know, is full of depression. Not that there's any shame of having something, but, and, and, but you can be set free. Right. I don't want to stay that way. Is my point. So don't let the enemies attack your circumstances and your present condition. Become how you're known. Become your identity, how you think of yourself. Don't let it become how you are known. Don't own it. Don't become it. Mm -hmm. Refuse to come into agreement with it by confessing and declaring it. You know, if you say all the time, I'm sick, I'm sick, I'm sick. You know, I'm poor, I'm poor, I'm poor. Uh, I'm depressed. You know, that's, mm -hmm. that's going to be what you are dealing with. That's going to be what you are dealing with in your life. Those things may be a reality that you are experiencing right now, but it is not the truth. 
It's not God's truth for you. Your life can change, transform dramatically by his presence, by encountering him. And also, um, once you come into the water the first time, once you come into that relationship with God, the enemy does still try all the time to send up the smoke screen. But mm -hmm. once you've experienced that saturating from God, it's much easier to see the smoke screen and go, wait a minute, shake myself. You know, we may have moments in it where we feel a little bit crushed mm -hmm. and it feels familiar. Right. Sure. That sickness feels familiar mm -hmm. that's trying to come back mm -hmm. or whatever. We have that moment and you can cry a minute if you need to. Mm -hmm. You can release your... Mm -hmm your worries to back to the Lord, but mm -hmm. then you go, wait a minute, this isn't the true. This isn't true. Mm -hmm. It may be a fact right now, but it's not the truth. Mm -hmm. And the truth is I'm my God's my healer. The truth is my God is my provider. Mm -hmm. The truth is my God sees me. The truth is my God hears me. The truth is my God knows me. And mm -hmm. the truth is my God loves me mm -hmm. and he has good plans for me mm -hmm. and it's all going to be okay. Mm -hmm. So if you get in practice of shaking off that, off that, whatever just came against you, right. that sickness, that darkness, that blindness, then all of a sudden you can see again and it's okay and you recognize who is with you and who loves you. And rest and trust in that. Mm -hmm. You know, it's uh, because... It's a much better place of rest. Yeah. Right. It's a much better place to be to go, yeah. okay, Yeah. just going to trust you in this place, yeah. mighty God. And I'm in the Father. house of grace, yes. your grace, your right. unmerited favor, mm -hmm. your house of kindness mm -hmm. that is kind to me. You know, he he sees our infirmities mm -hmm. and he he loves us mm -hmm. and and he but he loves us enough to not let us stay that way mm -hmm. and and we don't have to and we get stronger every yeah, time stronger. we come back into that right. place of outpouring mm -hmm. but it's that it's that breaking that agreement mm -hmm. with the the lies mm -hmm. you know what lies in veil of smoke is the enemy hiding behind in your life mm -hmm. Where, where is that haze at? Where are you hazy? Uh, God will remove the haze and the smoke of the enemy and open your eyes so you can see the truth, his truth for you. Like that by the stripes of Jesus, we are healed, mm -hmm. you know, and that the peace that passes understanding shall keep your heart and mind in Christ Jesus. Mm -hmm. You know, whatever it may be, he will remove the haze. Mm -hmm. and But you have to break that agreement right. with it. Uh, and you agree with things mostly by your words. And your life follows your words and your actions follows your words. So if you're always constantly declaring that you are sick and or that you're depressed or you're that or you're scared, when it's that's opposite to what the God says about you, then then you are making that agreement stronger. But when you begin to rise up in my weakness, he is made strong. I'm more than a conqueror in Christ Jesus. Greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world. God has not given me a spirit of fear, but love, power, love, and of a sound mind. You know, when you begin to confess, the Lord's perfecting that which concerns me. Mm -hmm. uh, he's making, he's turning all things for my good. There begins to be a strength and a power and the haze begins to move. And what happens when the haze is gone and that opaque smoky haze and that veil, you begin to see the answer and you begin to get the strategy from God. Because sometimes God is at, God is requiring you to do something with him, to do with him what you need to do for your healing or not by works, but he may say, hey, stop eating that. <laughs> stop drinking that. Stop mm -hmm. doing that. And, and let me heal your body. Or he just may, boom, just automatically just heal you. And we need to realize, too, that sometimes when the smoke gets the darkest, right before, sometimes right before mm -hmm. a breakthrough, the smoke gets the darkest. Mm -hmm. Right before the answer comes, 
the enemy turns up the heat because he wants to derail you. You derail you, absolutely. So we've got to come back into that pool. We've got to come back into that house of grace Mm -hmm. and into that outpouring of Mm -hmm. God and say, okay, God, it's tough. Mm -hmm. Life is tough. It's not for weak people. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Raising kids is not not for uh, cowards either. That's why the word (laughs) says that he is strong when when we're weak. Right. Because if you have Jesus on the inside, when you're at your weakest moment, you can say, but wait, you're strong right now. And I'm God. not alone. And I'm not alone. You <laughs> never thank God. Yeah. He never leaves me or forsakes me. Yes. Amen. I don't know what I would do if, you know, if it was just God only showed up at certain times, but he's with you all the time. Yeah, we didn't have to wait for the water to be right. troubled. We can go right, right into the water. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And so it's it's breaking that agreement getting your true identity, how you are known in heaven, and to align yourself with that. Shift out of the false, the, out of the haze, out of the smoke. Shift out of that into the truth. And listen, get this. You are not what has happened to you. <laughs> you are not what has happened to you. You are a much-loved child of God. It may have happened to you, but that doesn't mean that's who you are. You know, I had uh, sexual abuse as a child, but I am not a victim. I, I am not abused. I am not the abused. I am a victor. That's not my identity. Hallelujah. Well, let's, man, the time just ticks down so quickly. I'm telling you what, well, we're, we're going to move on to another verse. I don't think we're going to make it through the whole passage here. Verse four, John chapter five, an angel went down at a certain time. So, so all the people are laying around the pool, right? waiting for the moving of the water, for an angel went down at a certain time into the pool and stirred up the water. Then whoever stepped in first after the stirring of the water was made well of whatever disease he had. So, let's let's look at this. An angel of the Lord troubled the waters. Who troubled the water? An angel. An angel. Where did that angel come from? Heaven. Heaven. So who stirred up the water? God. Lord. God did. <laughs> so, he troubled the water. You know what that word trouble means? To stir or agitate by movement of its parts to and fro. Oh boy, have I felt like that a time or two in my life. Been stirred and agitated yes, a few times. To, <laughs> to, to and to fro. Moving. That's yeah. right. And, and listen, sometimes we are blaming on the devil what God is doing in our lives. I know that's not popular. Sometimes we're saying it's the devil. When the Lord has come to stir things up to get you to move. To get you move, to move. He troubles your water sometimes for your healing, for your deliverance, for your refinement, for things to surface that must be dealt with. Sometimes there are things on the inside, things on the outside that God's trying to put his finger on and remove. And he does it uh, in a loving way. But sometimes he will allow your waters to be stirred up and troubled to be of it to move to and fro. Man, I have been through that many times. But God, because God was trying to deal with something beneath the surface that I had not dealt with so that I could experience my deliverance. I could experience my healing. I could experience the joy of the Lord and the peace of God. But as long as that stuff's down in there still, still growing, you're not going to, you're not going to experience the fullness. And I'm not saying I, that, that I have everything. I don't have any issues. We all have issues, but thank God I'm in the process. 
I'm in the process of God revealing those things. But sometimes we are saying it's the devil whenever God is troubling the waters in your life for your good. And we, you know, we have to understand that what comes and, and ask yourself, what comes out of you when trouble comes? How do you respond? What's your reaction? God, uh, you know, Job said, Harley, though God slay me, yet will I trust him. Though God slay me, yet will I trust him. In other words, I'm not just going to serve him when everything is going real good. And, so, and I'm not just going to say he's good when I'm experiencing everything good. He's good, and I'm going to trust him no matter what. And I'm going to trust me either to deliver me out of the situation or deliver me through it. But there's always, God is trying to refine us and, and to, uh, to cause us to be more like him, but to have his character and his nature. I love the fact, I mean, I don't, there's, I don't know of anybody personally that has ever experienced anything like Job. I've never known anybody that's gone through as much as Job has. But he said, though God slay me, yet will I trust him. See, here's the thing. God will not allow more than you can bear. But you don't know what's, what glory God is wanting to get in your story, what God is doing at that moment. There are things I thought, man, at the moment, I thought, whoo, I don't want to go through this, don't want to do this, don't want to do this. But now that I look back on certain things, I think that was my making. Mm-hmm. That, that, that was my making. That, that was what really caused me to see another sight of God and understand that God was doing something. What, don't allow to break you what God is wanting to build in you. Don't allow to break you what God is, what is for your building, if I can maybe that makes more sense. Mm-hmm. The devil means to break you, but that thing may be the very thing that builds you and sets you up for the next but season God in your life. It for your good. Well, God intended it for our good, absolutely. Or turns it to our good, even if it's not from him. <laughs> right. And, and so, but I think sometimes we get kind of, you know, we give the devil too much credit yeah and and we also get kind of you know as christians we got to have some spiritual grit you know what i mean we're in this world but not of this world but the bible says in this world you will have tribulation but be of good cheer i've overcome the world and and we're going to face things everything is not always going to be smooth sailing and sometimes you know you know sometimes i'm over here crying about the splinter in my hand, and I'm crying about that, and somebody's dealing with their life totally, completely. Somebody has no hand. Pardon me? Somebody who has no hand. Exactly. The guy exactly. with the hook hand is looking yeah. at you going, I'd take that. Yeah, exactly. And it, that that's, I think, where that haze and that smoke needs to be removed and say, okay, yeah, I may have a splinter right now, and it's kind of festering, but uh, Lord, let's get this out. Let's get this out of my life. And because not, not to take away that you're experiencing something difficult, but, man, I've known some people that have gone through so much more than me, and I've been through a lot. But having that grit to say, okay, this in, is not going to break me. In him I move, I live, and, and I, I have, have my, my being. being. That's right. I'm not, this is not going to bring me down because I have Christ on the inside this of me. This is temporary. <laughs> That's it. You've got to have that perspective. Mm-hmm. And, and to know that, like me, there have been times I'd say, okay, I'd go and I'd cry my eyes out to the Lord, especially you know, when my kids were younger and just different things, the enemy come against my children. I'd go in there, I'd cry my eyes to the Lord and I'd get up and I'd dry my eyes and say, okay, I'm a warrior again. Here, I'm back on my feet, devil. You know, you are defeated in Jesus' name. 
and I take authority over you and cancel your assignments over my family. Mm -hmm. You know, I had to go cry a little bit, but God would dry my tears, you know, and get back up. And, you but know, he gave us that emotion. Right. So it's nothing exactly. to feel guilty about no. when we need it, when no. we need to let it go. Sometimes yeah. you just got to let some of the pressure off. Right. That's, <laughs> that's, that's like my little steam. Yeah. You know, I'm like the little, <laughs> little teacup. And every once in a while, I got a little steam out. The hard part is to, to know when you've gone from letting off the steam to feel feeling sorry for yourself. Right. Exactly. There's the, yeah. there's the turning point. Yeah, licking the your instant, wounds. Yeah, the yeah. instant you feel like you've gotten to that feeling sorry for yourself, I go, okay, sorry about that last yeah. one. Sorry about that one. <laughs> I take that one back. Right, right. Because, that was just self-pity. Yeah. And, and sometimes we get to, especially in the church in America, we just kind of think, oh, we just can't make it through this and we can't do that. When people are literally giving their lives for the gospel all over the world. Living in dumps. Yeah, yeah. And and I think, oh, Father, forgive me. I mean, not that he's not compassionate for what I'm walking through, but to, to raise up my head and open up my eyes to see what's going on around me and with other people. Get a heavenly perspective. A heavenly perspective, Don. That's exactly right. It makes a huge difference. And so then I say, okay, God, whatever has been allowed in my life is for a reason. Good. It's for our good. And he says uh, that he will not allow more than we can bear, but with the temptation, he will make a way of escape that we may be able to bear it. So don't allow what is meant to build you for tomorrow break you today. Mm -hmm. That's a good word. Don't allow what is meant to build you for tomorrow break you today. Today's trouble may be building you for tomorrow's success mm -hmm. and tomorrow's victories. Or to help someone else. Yeah. To help some, yeah, and that's a thing. I mean, don't you want to take everything that has happened to you, everything that the enemy has done in your life, and take it and not waste it and use it to minister to somebody? And I like to say, too, ha ha, devil, I'm still here. Yeah. You don't I'm, win. I'm I win. <laughs> I, read, I read the end of the book. I win. Yeah. I win. I win. I win. Right. <laughs> exactly, because if we get that mentality that we are defeated and that it's never going to change and you know, we start to get that feeling sorry for herself, like Harley was talking about, and woe is me. We've all been there. I've done it. I've done it with the best of them. I could probably give lessons. <laughs> 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 but I, with the help and the grace of God, made a determination to not live there and not stay there. And every once in a while, I catch myself. That didn't really happen to me anymore. What happens to me every once in a while, the enemy will try to come in with a, a, a discouragement. You know, when there's, especially if you're facing battles on many fronts, mm -hmm. that discouragement or depression, because I used to fight depression, used to, it, depression was a stronghold in my family that we had to break. And so every once in a while, I'll just kind of be going along and I'll be thinking, all of a sudden I'll start to feel that old familiar feeling. And it's like, maybe you take me a minute or two. And I'm like, oh, wait, nope, 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 nope. Shake it off, shake it off. Not in the name there. of Jesus, <laughs> I command you to go. I don't, I'm not living that way. I'm not staying that way. That's not my identity. I have authority over I'm that. I'm running back to grace. <laughs> I'm running back to the house of grace. <laughs> here I come, Jesus, here I come. Here I come. <laughs> uh, but, but praise God that we can do that. And look, we didn't even get, oh my goodness, we're running out of time and we can't get to the rest of this passage. We may have to do a continuation. <laughs> Don't know how that works on the radio, but, you know, on my TV programs, it works pretty good. <laughs> but it's amazing what God is doing in your life 
and that he is turning things for your good. And today he wants to give you a higher perspective, a heavenly perspective. This man that was there, lying there for 38 years, it was a long standing problem. He had stared at the pool for 38 years and he had stared at the answer, but he couldn't get in the water. <laughs> but Jesus came straight for him. I believe Jesus picked out the most desperate, the most hopeless, the one with the longest lasting problem that he thought would never be able to change. And he went to that man. It was a long season he had been that way. Out of all the people, he addressed that man. Is that not our God? Is that not just like him? Jesus came for him. And I, I don't ever think that you go unnoticed by God. Mm -hmm. He knows, he cares, he sees, he hears, he answers. He loves. He loves. Uh -huh. <laughs> he's available. Mm -hmm. mm. Thank you, Jesus. And he's good. And he doesn't just sympathize with us. He has the power and the will and the want to, to do something about it, mm -hmm. to, to change your life. You know, all circumstances may not uh, immediately change or, you know, you may deal with things, Sometimes but I will tell you what, yeah, it's a process and G, but let Jesus in the middle of your process. Mm -hmm. Don't shut him out. Uh, don't say this is too big or don't say, well, you know, I've just resigned myself to this, to, to, to this situation. This is who I am. And this is the way it's going to be. Don't do that. I, I implore you today. I believe the spirit of God is imploring you to allow him to set you free and to deliver you. I want, I encourage you to go back and read this whole passage of scripture. There is so much packed in this that it's amazing. It is absolutely uh, a, a very encouraging and wonderful passage of scripture. Sorry we didn't get through it all. <laughs> but I want to take just a moment. We have just a little over a minute left. I want to pray for you. Father, I pray for those that are sick. I pray for those, Father God, that may be dealing with heartbreak and depression and fear those that may be feeling, dealing with impossible situations and maybe their marriage, Father God, is totally torn apart and their children or their lives are a mess. Father, I pray for them right now. I pray that you would extend your grace and your mercy. I pray that you would set those free that are dealing with addictions. And Father, I pray that you would uh, just minister to them, that you let them feel your Holy Spirit right now where they are and your love. I pray, Father God, that for grace and faith to rise up in their lives. I pray, Father God, that their lives would turn around and I declare a divine reversal of the enemy's plans in your life in the name of Jesus. And we declare the blessings of the Lord. I release God's blessings over your life I release it to you and I declare that he is for you and not against you no weapon formed against you shall prosper I declare you are the healed of the Lord you are the delivered of the Lord you are the saved of the Lord you are blessed of the Lord and you have the mind of Christ I'm so glad you joined me today I'll be looking forward to sharing the gospel with you next week remember you'll know the truth and be free